Welcome to the Inspiring Sustainability Podcast. This is Adam Woodhall, and I am delighted today to invite Erwin Schmoller into the podcast with me today. So, Erwin, if you'd like to give us uh, an introduction to yourself quickly with your title and etc. Okay, yes, of course. Um, thank you very much for the invitation. My name is Erwin, Erwin Smoller. I'm one of the co-founders of Grid Singularity, now a German-based company, and we are a startup um, where we're building blockchain applications for the energy market. My position there is, beside the co-founder, I am responsible for sales and business development. Okay, and now uh, you might be able to hear in the background of this conversation uh, some more conversation happening, and that's because we're actually at the Event Horizon event in Berlin. And it's been a fantastic uh, event. I've been here for three days now, and it's been talking about how blockchain can transform the energy markets and so uh, beyond that, uh, help uh, deliver climate change benefits. And it's been absolutely fascinating, a real deep dive. And so today we're maybe not going to go quite as deep into the, the technology around blockchain uh, with Erwin here because we recognize this. Uh, there's maybe not that many kind of like blockchain experts out there. And in fact, most of them are probably here in this building at the moment. Mm -hmm. And also, if you can hear a bit of an echo in this uh, recording as well, that's because uh, I'm very excited that we are actually in the Kraftwerk building, which uh, many of you won't have heard the Kraftwerk building, but you've heard the Kraftwerk band, which was the seminal band from the 70s and 80s, um, who came from Berlin and named their band after this uh, power station. And uh, it's been uh, the uh, event organizers done a fabulous job of really kind of using this space to create something which represents uh, the future of energy. So really, I think that's uh, whilst blockchain is obviously a core theme of this event, uh, kind of the future of energy and how that in interacts with uh, sustainability is what I'm really fascinated to be uh, speaking uh, with Erwin today about. Um, so what I think, uh, because for a lot of people, apart from uh, knowing a bit about Bitcoin and maybe they've heard of mm. Ethereum, um, a lot of people don't really know what blockchain is and how it can be applied. So what I thought actually would be a good idea is for Erwin to give us a, a quick overview, maybe with a case study, of uh, how it can be applied and, and what it means and why he's kind of passionate mm. about it. Well, blockchain technology, especially in the energy sector, as we are, our company is working only in the energy sector, we are introducing blockchain technology because it enables new business cases. One case is, for example, as a house owner, you are buying the PV panel on a rooftop, and during the day nobody's at home or you don't, know, you don't use the entire capacity. You have some free capacity. And with the blockchain technology, you can very easily sell this to your neighbor. You can start supplying and trading within your neighborhood, which is not possible with the existing solutions of utility. It's simply too complicated, or on the other hand, it's simply too expensive. And this is what blockchain is enabling on, uh, for, the, for the end consumer, for example. Regarding costs are too expensive. If you charge an electric car in your own town, then you have low costs. But if you're driving around with a car, what usually you're doing uh, in, in, in other cities, then you have kind of roaming costs. So the each utility has their complicated system of RFID card and billing system. Mm -hmm. And if you charge a car, just to give you some figures, you charge an electric car, maybe you have cost of 10 euros. But the transaction cost behind this, to get the data, get the data make preparing the invoices, 
do the invoicing costs between 10 and 15 euros with the existing solutions. And this is a case where blockchain come in, you can do this very easily below one euro. We're talking about cents. Another thing is regarding billing, if utilities balancing the market, there is a huge market, it's called balancing market. But if you want to have the metadata, you have to wait two days up to one month, and the invoicing takes two and a half months, which can be done via blockchain technology immediately. Mm-hmm. So this shows us blockchain in the energy sector is affecting the entire value chain. From the blockchain technology itself, there is nothing new. What the, what the, what the coders or uh, the inventors of blockchain technology have done is they have encrypted data, and then what they have in addition done is made copy of them and distributed the system. And this makes it so secure. And this is the, the whole approach. So what we, are so what we are seeing now more and more is what are the business cases, what customer can do. They can use this more and more. And this is the, now the way we, will see, we have seen tremendous development from last year to this year. And we will see much more in the next 12, 12 months or one and a half year. Yeah, so this has been one of the fascinating things about being at the Event Horizon. Um, uh, somebody yesterday was talking about how the number of uh, applications of blockchain has, has quadrupled in the last yeah. year since you had Event Horizon, which was it was uh, last year your first one? Yeah, last year in Vienna uh, was the first one. Because were you based in Vienna at that time? Yeah, at that time the company Grid Singularity was founded in Austria. Mm-hmm. So at that time it was an Austrian company, but uh, last year in summer we had to move the entire company to, to Germany, to Berlin. There was only one main reason is because the coders are here, not in Vienna. Right, okay. And all the, the young coders, when they are starting moving from Bulgaria, wherever they're coming, they're going to Berlin. Right, and that's, okay. that was, this, was the main reason why we as a company had to move. And, um, but last year it was clear the first time we do this in Vienna, the second time it will be somewhere else. And this year we did this in, in Berlin right now, where we get a very interesting location of a former power plant. Mm. And next year we will see where it is. Yeah, maybe you can come to London where I am. Well, based. let's see. That would be exciting. <laughs> that would be really exciting. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's a really good understanding of uh, kind of like the use cases of yeah. blockchain. And because what blockchain can do, from my understanding, is create, create that trust between yeah. two parties, yeah. uh, reduce the costs, and then there's quite a lot of other benefits. And uh, I'm sure if you go out onto, uh, there's lots of dummies guides for those people who still want a craving more information about blockchain, which you could find out about. But I think what I'm really interested in here is, uh, starting off really is, t- tell me a bit more, actually, let's, uh, so we've kind of given some use cases, a bit of context. Um, I want to find out a bit more about Owen. So tell us a bit about your career before, mm-hmm. what's brought mm-hmm. you here? So I have to be, uh, state first, I'm not a coder. Yeah. My background is uh, started a uh, career as electrical engineer in the biggest utility in Austria, as all the engineers they want to work uh, uh, in, the, in the utility. Then I moved uh, to regulation authority as a first employee in Austria. After that, I was uh, within PricewaterhouseCoopers as an advisor for the uh, utilities and uh, left the company eight years ago. And since two years, I'm full-time involved now in, in this blockchain area, and especially with Great Singularity as a co-founder. Right. And, and in Grid Singularity, what we have done there is we combined uh, founders from the energy sector. Mm-hmm. The CEO, for example, is from the energy, uh, also Anna, um, combined knowledge from the energy sector with blockchain. Mm-hmm. 
mm. knowledge. And uh, the co-founders are the former founders of uh, Ethereum. Gavin Wood is the CTO. Uh, Aaron Buchanan is the Jutta Steiner. And uh, this is the, the core of, the, um, of, this, of this company. Great, great. And that's for the grid singularity. And, yeah. then, and then Energy Web Foundation. Yeah. Because it's like you've got a few hats yeah, here. Yeah. You're a busy man yeah. moving to Berlin as well. But uh, tell me a bit yeah. about Energy Web Foundation. The reason behind this following and uh, similar development of uh, Event Horizon, we realized very fast blockchain technology will have a future in energy market if we have a unified standard, mm. if we have an, a common approach for the entire market as a basic protocol, because we see that all the transactions in the end of the day, majority of the data are the same. The application above for the use case is different, but the core of the, of the system is always the same. Um, that's, that came out with the, with the idea to, to introduce something where we, we can come bring in the utilities. Talk to one individual utilities is difficult because they are in competition. So that was the main reason to, the, uh, to uh, found the Energy Web Foundation as a non-profit organization where utilities can simply donate and contribute. So they're not owner of this, but there's a kind of donation. Um, they can contribute with their knowledge and get what's very difficult sometimes for them is they get an open source code. So what's the benefit is there you at the end of the day to run this application you need token and to get a certain amount of token but it was very difficult to, for utilities to understand this is a non-profit organization where different utilities usually in a competitive market are working together mm. and this is the, the, the reason uh, why we founded an uh, energy web foundation there is another reason ethereum is quite good but it is too slow for the energy market and this was the reason why we had to develop let's say, a high-performance blockchain with a much higher number of transactions. Ethereum, let's say simplified set, depends, of course, of the size of the transaction, but can have approximately 20 transactions per second. And we are going to, simplified set, again, is a benchmark of approximately 1 million transactions per second. So this is necessary in the energy market because we don't only want to replace invoices, we really want to manage the system on island or modes or something like this. Grid management, this is the, the, the target in the end of this, with this foundation. This foundation now is, um, was founded last year uh, in February, so it's approximately one year, and you can see here on Event Horizon the huge progress. We are uh, already in beta since two days. Customers can already use. It's open source. They simply download. We have 51 affiliates and still uh, growing. So affiliates means big utilities, companies like uh, Engie, Shell is there, HGL from Australia, TEPCO from Japan, Singapore Power, RWE from Germany. So this is uh, um, a very interesting group on one hand. On the other hand, we have a lot of startups because what we are doing on the blockchain, we are doing everything on a public blockchain. Within the world of public, there are two main systems. Mm. One is a private public, a private blockchain, which is a very simplified. They don't have complicated consensus mechanisms as mm. software, and it's a very easy to use. But it's difficult to scale. If you find a very cool business case in a startup, then you have a limitation with this private chain. On a public blockchain, you have the software behind, which is permanent checking if the data are real uh, correct. And then you have the, the very simple approach. If you find one case and everybody using a public blockchain like Ethereum happens right now, then it's very easy to scale up in a system. And this is what we are doing in, in the Energy Web Foundation. So that's fascinating. So one of the things is, so 
what, uh, so you gave me a little bit of history mm -hmm. there, but what kind of inspired you to kind of like get involved with these guys doing something which is really a game-changing opportunity? Yeah. Um, what was the kind of, that, that trigger that got you involved yeah. in so this? So for me, my personal reason was coming from the energy sector and working now since uh, 25 years, we have seen that with we, we see the global change, we see the CO2 emission development, we see the development of small-scale generation, we see how much so-called prosumer could do in the market, but they are limited because of existing systems. Old solutions are not working anymore. And we have seen that blockchain two years ago have seen this could be the solution, mm. and this was the simplest start, then, then let's try it. Yeah, and so just like you said a really interesting word there, which not maybe not everybody mm. will know. Prosumer. What's a prosumer? Prosumer is if you are the uh, if you are uh, have a household or you have a house, and then usually you're a consumer because they're simply buying electricity. But if you install your, your own PV panel, then you're producing your own electricity. And this means this is the combination of producer and consumer at the same time. And this is the big change in the, in the electricity market because the last 50 years, the whole market design was in a way that big power plants are producing electricity and selling to the consumer. Mm -hmm. It was never forced in that prosumer, the consumer suddenly produced their own product. And this is what sometimes is for the utility still crazy. Um, the same customer wants to sell to the neighbor Hey, this is our core business as a utility. Mm. We, this is, cannot work and cannot be. And this is where we have seen with the blockchain technology uh, in the first test, it could work. Mm. It, it, the first prototype when we have seen, hey, this is working. This, this is a solution for the market. Mm. No, and it's, it's a very disruptive opportunity yeah. there because, as you say, the, the, the historic basis of being a very large organization yeah. selling yeah. to, uh, from a singular centralized point, selling to... Uh, thousands, millions of yeah. individuals, whereas now uh, we've got the opportunity. Uh, I just actually saw your, a presentation by one of your colleagues. Maybe that was the round of applause that was going. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it wasn't a round of applause for you there. I think it was somebody <laughs> else. If you heard of a round of applause, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't, unfortunately, for Erwin. It might have been uh, for Ed Hesse, who yeah. actually gave the example of it's like a swarm of birds yeah. and how they, they uh, interact yeah. together, rather than the... Uh, original thing is more like a conductor of an orchestra, mm -hmm. uh, which is the old model, um, mm -hmm. which are both very elegant ways of putting it, because actually the, there was value in the centralized organization, which was actually by yeah. using craft work, uh, this central yeah. uh, space here, which produced lots of power here, went out to everybody. And um, what's interesting, though, is especially in Germany, there's been an absolute revolution in um, so solar, particularly mm -hmm. with some wind, and now people can share that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that I think is, is seemingly happening across the world. I mean, maybe uh, could you share some uh, things which you've seen that have inspired you, that talks that have happened to, uh, today, or, or uh, actually the last two days, sorry, um, at this event about things that are happening in Germany, Europe, yeah. or even uh, globally? So, first of all, we have to say what the utilities have done in the last 30, 50 years is not wrong. Mm. It was an approach which worked in the last 50 years, but it is not working now for the future. We have, we have a development on a global basis where old solutions are not working anymore and we need new solutions. This is what we have seen now in the discussions in the last two years, at uh, last two days. If, in United, for example, in the United States, if there is a wind storm then, and they are losing some transmission lines, then they are disconnected for weeks. Mm. What we don't know really what we don't see here really in Europe, similar in, in Asia. So that means in these areas, the 
the policy makers, they, are, they came up with the idea, we have to change the approach. We have to go away from this bottom down. Mm. We have to go to uh, approach from bottom up, uh, top down, sorry, to mm. bottom up. And this is what a lot of authorities now asking for these approaches. We had the pleasure to, uh, to see the Chilean regulator here. Mm -hmm. Chilean regulator is the first regulator in the world. They are offering smart contract to the, to the market. They put data they already have on the Ethereum, on the public chain, and everybody can have access. And the, the, the advantage for the market is they get immediately the data, they have to trust into the data, nobody can change this data because they are not anymore in Excel or somewhere. Mm. They trust the data on, a, on Ethereum. This was very interesting because regulators have, even though that uh, we, can, we could say it, it can, everything decentralized, mm. but in reality you still have some, the physics is still the same. You will need a grid for the, for the electricity, blockchain will not replace copper uh, cables, and there's also a case for the regulator mm. because what is defined in a grid code to unify the operational system, this is something we also need in the smart contracts. And this was interesting to learn what's the, the view of the, of the United States. They always go into the market very first to check what's possible. It was very interesting that, again, South America, especially the Chilean regulator, they are simply installing the system. The, in the European market, we are talking about the regulation. When we have to find a solution amongst all the different parties and uh, hindering sometimes a little bit uh, the development. Asia, especially Japan, they are pushing this technology. And um, we see utilities like Singapore Power, they take the technology and installing platforms very mm -hmm. soon. So the, this is a global development where regional markets are ahead. But nevertheless, we have to say that Europe is more or less on, uh, on the forefront from the technology. But everything, the majority of the developments in blockchain were done here in Europe. Right, yeah, and that's, uh, it's one of, obviously with any change, you're always yep. going to go through the natural adoption of innovation yep. curve with innovators and early adopters through to the majority and then uh, the laggards at the end. And what you're identifying now is that in Chile, they're innovating. And, yep. and in, in Europe, there's some other different types of innovation. Yep. And I'm aware that actually Austria as a, as a country had quite a lot of innovation in, in this area, so mm -hmm. it's quite appropriate that mm -hmm. you guys were sort of based yeah. there, I'm guessing. Uh, Austria is, is uh, let's say, there is always a competition between the, let's say, big brother Germany, mm -hmm. and um, the, the advantages from the size, they have to be innovative. They have mm -hmm. to test more earlier to find business cases and then uh, go to the, to the bigger markets. And so, uh, one of, just an aside, actually, something, because I think a lot of people will have heard of Bitcoin, and they might have mm -hmm. vaguely heard of Ethereum. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Ethereum can be a, a currency, but it's also got uh, something, some other That's aspects which are really useful. So could, just as an aside yeah. for, the, for those who don't know, um, could you just give a quick understanding mm -hmm. of what, what the value of Ethereum mm -hmm. is and why it's similar to what, some of yeah. the things that you're doing? Uh, Bitcoin is, is, was one of the first blockchain applications. Bitcoin is a pure currency, digital mm. currency, di let's say digital money. Mm. You can do nothing else. Ethereum is much more because it's enabling so-called smart contracts, taking the, blo the blockchain technology and whatever do you do on this, uh, on this blockchain, the, the uh, different applications, they are, these are so-called smart contracts. And, mm. this, and the Ethereum was the first ever solution which is enabling this, this technology. So Bitcoin is a pure currency. Mm. You cannot nothing else than pay uh, the but no functionality. But Ethereum is much more, there's a kind of operational software where you can run different applications, where you can combine different functionality. And this is the big 
big advantage of Ethereum. Right, great. Okay, thank you for that. And so one of the things I'd like to go on to now is we've talked about energy and mm. uh, all, that there's quite a lot of benefits uh, which you've been kind of talking about. Um, and what I'd be interested in is either for you to talk about this is some of the sustainability benefits in, in a little more detail mm. about either what is happening or what could happen um, if the kind of blockchain energy applications are applied. And those sustainability could be social, so how it's better for people, and then some of them could be uh, environmental, so how it's better for the planet. Um, so could you give me yeah. some highlights there? So especially in the sustainability, this will be a big driver. When we had the regulatory panel here on the event horizon, it was the uh, EU Commissioner Jeff Jovic, where he talked about the winter package, and one important sentence there was, it is... The European Commission is expecting that the, the energy transition happens on the level of the consumer. So they want to empower the consumer that they force this energy transition. So when we go have a look to the consumer, what, they are, what kind of technology they can use for producing electricity. It's photovoltaic, it's maybe a little bit of biomass, heating pumps. This is small-scale generation. And to connect these small pieces together, you need this low-cost technology of blockchain. Mm -hmm. And this is where the CO2 emissions can be reduced. Not on a large scale anymore. It's too complicated because if you have big wind parks, like we see this in Europe in the northern part, you have problems with the grid. Mm -hmm. You don't have these transmission lines available to transport on a very short time 5,000 megawatts, 7,000 megawatts if there is wind, no wind. So that's the reason why sustainability will happen on a household level. Mm. It's totally the other way around. This is in well-developed markets. On the other hand, we have 2 billion people without electricity. Mm. So the, we live now in a time where it was never so cheap to buy photovoltaic. A lot of African villages now buying PV panels, small battery, and starting self-supplying in, mm. in the village. And to Let's say to generate a local market where invoicing can be on a low cost with, low, uh, with uh, very easy applications, they are introducing now blockchain application. Especially Africa, they are already familiar with digital currency like Monero, whatever they, they use. They are familiar with electronic wallets, with, um, and it's easier for them to, to use this technology, like, for example, like Europe. But this will be the driver. It is the introduction or the, the support of sustainability will not blockchain. The driver is the low-cost generation technology, and blockchain is enabling now these new business cases. Yeah, it's fascinating, actually. But the, the previous, uh, one of the previous uh, podcasts to this mm -hmm. one is actually uh, with Abraham Lincoln of the Sun Exchange, mm -hmm. and his colleague was actually speaking yesterday. I saw him on the startup panel, and they've got a fascinating model based in South Africa. So if you're interested in this conversation, I'd uh, uh, suggest uh, for the listeners to go and uh, search that uh, one out. But finish listening to this one first. Um, so... What do you see then uh, the future go, going forward with this um, regarding both... Your, well, let's start off with your business mm -hmm. um, and w where do you see Grid Singularity going? So we have, um, let's say, two legs. One thing is the Energy Web Foundation. There is a uh, clear time schedule, so we are more or less half of the work is done. We are in the, the, the chain of... Uh, the, the blockchain of uh, Energy Web Foundation is called Doba Lava. And the beta version is now uh, online available now since this event horizon. Next year at that time is the big going live and then is the main work for Energy Web Foundation done. The second part of Grid Singularity is we are developing own applications on block for the blockchain. So we have one co 
core product is called the Trader Manager, D3A, where we are starting trading in the peer-to-peer -peer, uh, grid, peer-to-peer uh, -peer market, but also we're capable to manage, uh, to, uh, to run the grid behind. So we have, what we have done is nothing less. We took core processes to balancing mm -hmm. the grid into smart contracts and then uh, can balance the system. And this is our own uh, product development, which will be continue. And then next year from now on, it's a, it's a big competition open to everybody. But the, the market is such a big size. So there is, we see this um, very relaxed from uh, regarding the competition. Yeah, there's lots of healthy competition there. Yeah, so since if we compare this to last year, especially here on the Event Horizon, there were some few startups into the market. Now this is, uh, we are talking about several hundred startups, mm. especially in the energy market. A lot of them are presenting here. Mm. They're using this chain, and this was one of the main reasons why we have this Event Horizon, mm. because last year we realized there is no place where you bring together the utilities with startups and investors in blockchain, especially in the energy market. Other conferences are simply much broader mm. and we're focusing only on the energy market. And this was the idea to start with this uh, event rise and have a look how many people are here, how many startups. It's working so far. No, I think it's been, it's been fabulous to see uh, just uh, how many come along. And one of the interesting things is actually a real testament is uh, actually how many investors that I've noticed are here because uh, investors are quite picky yeah. as to what they will turn up to typically. And uh, so they've obviously seen some real value in this. You've built up a reputation by having a great first event. And I think, you know, when it comes down to it, what's brilliant uh, is that you know, you're going to be a company staffed full of nerds, uh, to, with, with all yeah. respect. And yeah. Very clever yeah. nerds. It is, it is definitely. <laughs> but the thing is, is what you've actually done by mm -hmm. bringing this event, you've brought uh, blockchain energy and the future of, mm -hmm. of all this to life. And because it's, it seems like a really engaging event and if, one of the things that you know i've been felt very privileged because that they've there's been comparatively no expense spared to this it's been it's a fabulous venue there's been like some uh, there's been some amazing drummers there's been a, a beautiful violinist last night all the food is vegan mm. and organic and it's there's just lots of thoughts and touches put into it and it's been a visual spectacular i would recommend if you've been interested in some of this Definitely check out the YouTube channel um, because yeah. there's uh, there's been some brilliant visuals and some brilliant talks. As I say, if you want to find uh, Ed Hesse's, uh, which I've just been listening to, uh, that one I'd recommend. Yeah. But there's there's literally dozens that I think you uh, people could find interesting. Um, so right, so we'll, we'll start wrapping this up. But I just want to ask you uh, one final question, really, which is. Um, what's what's kind of inspiring you about the future of energy and how, how this is changing uh, and it might be something to do with what you're working on or it might be something uh, uh, independent as well it's uh, it's something much more so what we are doing we are developing technology we are enabling cases but there were so many inspiring speak, uh, speeches like uh, the sign uh, or the from the Antarctica, but there was somebody walking through and has a view on the future of energy supply. And this is what's crazy to see how the world have already a picture, how it should look like, how it should be in the future. The people, they're realizing it is not possible to continue as we are doing right now. And this is where we just have a technology to enable this. But personally, I believe it in the, in the near future, it will be decentralized. Um, it will empower much more the people 
to do this by themselves, mm. to control themselves, and this is a, it's, it's a future where we see there is a possibility to have a strong contribution to reduce CO2. Nevertheless, it's already uh, quite late, but now we see a way to do this. And this is brilliant because I think uh, basically a lot of people have known that climate change has, has been an issue, but they felt disempowered from taking mm. action themselves because. Of, as you say, there was nothing wrong with it, but the centralisation of it, exemplified by this building that we're in at the moment, meant that people couldn't make a really proactive choice easily. Whereas now, by bringing in uh, this decentralisation, this distribution of uh, decision-making, mm-hmm. you've empowered, and that's a word that I've heard a lot here, about empowering yeah. these prosumers. Not everybody will want to do that, but actually it's about uh, creating a momentum towards it. And to me, that's why I particularly was uh, really privileged to, to be here, to be able to be covering the event and, and having this conversation with you because it, it truly is something that can be uh, both directly and indirectly inspiring sustainability. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the people that are here, I'm sure, are going away being inspired, but the, their key job, as is Grid Singularities and all the members of the Energy Web Foundation, is to actually how they create solutions for uh, businesses and uh, the general public to actually uh, take charge of their own uh, energy destiny and and then help uh, with their own lives and also the environment. So this has been a a fabulous conversation um, and I just really want to thank you uh, for your time today. Um, and so for the listeners, if you want to find out more about Erwin and his business, Erwin, do you want to tell us what your kind of like social media and uh, online uh, presence addresses are? Um, so the best is our homepage, it's gridsongularity.com or Energy Web Foundation. If somebody wants to test this, it's, uh, it's open source, simply download the chain and test it. It's energyweb.org and the best way to find me is Erwin underline Smolle on Twitter. That's the best way. And can you spell your surname just so that they've got This that? is E-R-W-I-N and then S-M-O-L-E. Great, thank you. And so, uh, and uh, for myself, uh, this is Adam Woodhall, and you can find me, uh, Adam Woodhall, on Twitter and LinkedIn, all one word. And then also you can find Inspiring Sustainability uh, online as well, where you can find all the podcasts, there's articles there, there's a bit about myself. And so go to inspiring-sustainability.com and you'll find it all there. And of course, um, you're, you're probably listening to this on your podcast. You can find a lot more of these uh, and you can subscribe on the Inspiring Sustainability by just typing that into uh, your pod- favourite podcast app. So that is today's podcast. I have uh, really enjoyed this conversation. I hope uh, the listeners have. Thank you for uh, joining us today. And uh, just to want to finish uh, by saying goodbye to Owen. Okay, and thank you very much for having this possibility. Brilliant, thank you. Thank you.